five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast in partnership with Kidney Care UK, sharing faith, knowledge, hope, and love. Hi, and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. My name is Dee Moore, and I am a stage four kidney warrior. This podcast is dedicated to encourage, educate, and inspire as we explore all aspects of kidney disease, chronic illnesses, and health. If you have any questions or ideas for topics you would like me to cover, please get in contact with me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. My guest today from Leicester, England, is Laura Gledel. Laura is Managing Director of a family-run travel company that organises holidays for dialysis patients in the UK and abroad. Laura joins me today to discuss the options available for kidney patients and their families. Hi and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior, the podcast. How are you doing today, Laura? I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really looking forward to our interview today. It's coming up to holiday season and people are thinking about holidays in the UK and abroad. And I really wanted to delve into and explore what options are there available for people who are on dialysis. So I'm really excited to hear what opportunities are available. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to interviewing you today. Me too. So you're managing director of a travel company. So tell me a bit about your company and what you do. So we, yeah, we have two elements to what we do. So we have our broadside freedom, the dialysis holiday specialist, which we are the UK's only holiday dialysis specialist company organising dialysis travel for over 30 years now. And then also we have our partnership with Kidney Care UK, Dialysis Freedom, the UK side. And we help with organising dialysis away from base for UK patients within the UK. And that's a free service to organise around the UK. Right. So we'll first look at what's available in the UK. So you mentioned that you're in partnership with Kidney Care UK and the service is free, which sounds, when I hear the word free, my ears pick up and I'm like, ding, ding. (laughs) Sounds really, really good. So tell me about that process. So if somebody wants to travel to somewhere in the UK, what would that process be? What does that look like? Um, it can sometimes be challenging, but also there are circumstances when it's not, when it's easy. So our partnership with Kidney Care UK kind of formed from that, that, that I think it was becoming a little bit more difficult to find dialysis away from base in the UK or how you know patients went about organising it. So sometimes... There may be a member of staff within your home unit that can help you with organising dialysis away from base. You could have a holiday coordinator or a renal social worker or a nurse that deals with the holidays. But sometimes that isn't the case and there isn't anybody available to help you. So the service that we offer is a free service within the UK for uh, UK patients and UK units. So the UK units can come to us as well if, if they are assisting their patients and use the service for free. So initially, someone could come to us, they might have an area already you know, in, in their mind that they want to visit in the UK. We have kind of better areas than others in the UK. So it isn't uh, as straightforward as just going, I want to go to uh, this area and we can get your slot straight away. But we'll always do our best to see what we can do. 
we'd always try to get the first choice. But we have kind of a selection of holiday units, so areas that are easier to get into that, that offer space throughout the whole year for holiday dialysis. And, you know, there can be areas like Skegness, Bournemouth, uh, the Lake District, Devon, Cornwall. And, you know, there, there are other areas, London. So there are different options available to patients. And when they come to us, we would advise of those options. Or if it's they're visiting somewhere specifically for an event or a wedding or to visit family and friends, and then we would just see what's available in that area for them. So we try to take care of the whole of the process. So requesting the dialysis, booking the dialysis, providing the paperwork to their home unit, we liaise between the home unit and the holiday unit so that everything's complete before the patient travels, because obviously there is information that's required between the two to be able to dialyze that patient while they're there with them. So how much notice would you need in terms of booking a holiday? Notice periods can vary. We'd never give a like set. It's got to be this amount of time. Some people's home units might like them to give them a certain amount of notice. We would usually advise a minimum of four weeks because there is a bit of organisation which obviously is needed, getting blood tests and things you know ready and paperwork to be filled out. Ideally, that would be what we would say, but it can be done sooner if needed. So I'm aware that there's a swap scheme. So for people who aren't familiar with the swap scheme, could you tell them about that? Yeah, so within what we offer at Communicate Dialysis Freedom, we try to utilise holiday slots, but obviously they are limited as well. So once they, those holiday slots get booked up, there might not be any more space available. So we also try to utilise space via a swap scheme, which is something that we came up with to try to make more space available. So if a patient is travelling out of their unit, we ask if that space can be made available to somebody else that might want to come into the unit. Obviously, it could mean that if the patient going out didn't travel anymore and that was cancelled, so it it is a bit riskier than a holiday slot, but it's we only really try to utilise the swap space if it's an area where space is a little bit more limited and we need to try and do what we can to find a space available. Yeah, because I was thinking within that, you know, it sounds a case of someone's going away for whatever reason, so there's that space so someone can use it. But then there is the possibility, especially during COVID, of things being cancelled. And so if that person's space has been filled by someone else, you've now got the problem of, well, what happens to each of those people? So I'd imagine there's a a lot of organisation that has to go into that to make sure it can go ahead. So how many destinations in the UK are there? Um, well, unfortunately, the COVID pandemic obviously reduced the number of areas. I think it's still something that's starting to get back to some form of normal or the new normal. So I think in terms of holiday, ones that solely provide, well, not solely provide holiday because a lot of them do dialyze around local patients as well, but holiday options, there's about 30 units that offer actual holiday slots. And then obviously across the UK, there's lots more units than that. So if it's a unit that's not readily offering holiday dialysis, we will always contact them and say, we've had this patient who's interested. Can you offer them a slot? So that's kind of how it works across other areas that don't make space available for holiday dialysis. So 30 doesn't really sound like a lot of units, given 
that I'd imagine there's hundreds of dialysis units across the country. So why are there so few options available? Um, yes, I think it's something that definitely needs more support and more consideration that more units need to actively consider dialysis away from base. Um, it's something that we have been working closely with kidney care um, with now for over 10 years. And, you know, they have the same aim as us that it really should be easier. There really should be more options and some areas should be doing more to make that possible. A lot of units, obviously, there can be instances where it's an acute unit, so they can't offer holiday dialysis. And the majority of units may say they're at capacity or have staffing issues. You know, there are issues within units in the UK with staffing and capacity. So in some instances, it just isn't possible to get a space because there isn't any. But there are areas, I think, where there is space that could be utilised better. So, yeah, definitely. I think dialysis away from the base in the UK, it needs improvements and it should be easier for patients. So is there anything that we as patients can do to help that process, like writing to our MPs, for example? Is there anything that we can do to help? Yeah, I think definitely. I actually today had an MP email me that a patient has contacted them because there was, you know, an incident where they've they've looked at an area and, and can't get in again, to visit family and friends and things like that, I think it is important. So I think if you do experience something like that, or even if you don't, that yes, we all need to maybe talk about it more and have those conversations and and see how improvements can be made. Because yes, you know, units are busy and staff are busy, but it still is an important thing. You know, dialysis away from base is important, whether it's for holiday work, you know, visiting family and friends, it should be easier and it should be more accessible. So yeah, I do think um, we need to make more awareness of it so yes let's get behind this because it is important everyone should have the opportunity to be able to travel see their family things that people might not even think about and take for granted so yes listeners let's get behind that and let's write those letters to our mps and get behind this so everyone has the opportunity to travel yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the service that we provide and, and you know, we see that firsthand every day, the disappointment when you can't get somebody into an area that, that they want to go to or to visit, you know, their family, it's difficult. And we will always try our best or to look for the next available. But if that's, you know, a two hour drive, sometimes that's logistically not an option. So I do think, yeah, if we can um, all get together and make some improvements, hopefully, you know, we, we can make a difference. So we've talked about the UK and the options and challenges that are associated with UK travel. So let's now talk about abroad. So what is the process of travelling abroad? What options are out there? Abroad, I would say, brings a lot more options. There's a lot more choice. Obviously, you've got the whole world that you can visit within maybe some limitations, but in terms of the areas that we offer, and now I think we've got over 400 different dialysis facilities across 60 countries worldwide. So there's definitely wow. a choice out there. Yeah. 400 across 60 countries, did you say? Yeah. Wow. So what countries are available? Just to name a few of them. Think of a few of you. Our sort of most popular areas are within Europe. I'll talk a little bit about the EHIC and the GHIC, but Within Europe, patients can receive treatment under the European Health Insurance Card or what will be taken over the Global Health Insurance Card. 
And that little card is valid for five years, uh, entitles you to reciprocal treatment and within EU accepting you know, countries and units. So your areas like Spain, Italy, France, Greece, Portugal, to name a few. Outside of the European Health Insurance Card or Global Health Insurance Card, we have further afield, worldwide, Caribbean, America, Bali, Singapore, Australia. There's lots of different areas and choices. We also have a reciprocal agreement with Australia. So that's not under the EHIT card, but we have a reciprocal Commonwealth agreement with Australia. So patients can get up to 12 treatments a year in Australia covered under the reciprocal agreement. So there's, there's definitely lots of options available. So you mentioned the European Health Insurance Card and the Global Health Insurance Card. So how would you get that card and how much is it to get the card? Um, the card is free, so okay. you can apply via <laughs> you can apply via the uh, the NHS website. If you just put in a Google search eHIC or, or GHIC card, it will come up and, and show you again the, the you know the countries listed under the reciprocal agreement. But to apply online, I think you just need your NHS number and maybe name and date of birth. And it usually then it comes out in the post to you. It's free, and they're valid for five years at a time. You may already have the European Health Insurance Card, and they're still valid, but post. Brexit, the global health insurance card is taking over and the EHICs, so well, that goes through. So any valid EHICs are still valid to their expiry date. And if you applied for a new one, you would get the global health insurance card. But it still works the same. So, yeah, it's completely free and you can apply on the NHS website. And I'd recommend getting that even if you don't need dialysis because it does cover you for a certain amount of treatment, you know, when you travel under the reciprocal agreement. However, I would always say to look at holiday insurance as well. We would We always recommend that clients take out holiday insurance before they travel there is limitations to the reciprocal agreement the global health insurance card or european health insurance card and they don't cover you know things like repatriation if you need to come home from a holiday if you need to cancel before you go so holiday insurance is something that is very important and something that you know we would always recommend that that people take that out we do recommend companies you know you're welcome to shop around and have a look as well but it's definitely something that's really important yeah, because in terms of insurance, and that was going to be my next question, actually, you recommend having the additional travel insurance on top of the card because not everything is covered. And I think it's something that I've seen online when discussions are taking place about travel. People are concerned, can I even get insurance to travel because of my pre-existing conditions? But you said that you actually have companies that you recommend and, and do cover people. Yes, there's lots of companies that cover for pre-existing conditions. Usually what happens is it's like a screening. Most companies now, you can even do it online with them or over the telephone. So there's questions that are asked about your pre-existing conditions. You declare them, which you should declare all of them because then you'll be covered for all of them. And then what happens is you then get your quote to cover you for the pre-existing conditions. I think as well on um, the Kidney Care website, they've got a new travel hub. And that also has a, a list of patient recommended insurance companies that, that other kidney patients have used. So that's also a good resource to look at. The other thing that I was thinking about is, I mean, you mentioned Australia, so that kind of answers my question. You know, is there a limit in terms of the hours travelled it takes you to actually get to the country if you're on dialysis and factoring that into everything? But if you can travel to Australia, which is like 24 hours journey, I think, then clearly mm -hmm. it is possible. So really, the world is your oyster, really. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, areas that are a bit further afield may take a little bit more planning in terms of planning. You're traveling around your dialysis days and then 
your days that you're going to be dialysing while you're on holiday. But it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think um, any, anything's possible. You've just got to plan it. So for anybody that would like to contact you because they want to have a fantastic holiday in the UK or abroad, what are the contact details? So for UK side, Kidney Care UK Dialysis Freedom, our website is dialysisfreedom.co.uk. The phone number there is 01509 We've got a contact form on the website and you can search the units that are on our database in the UK side. And then for abroad, Freedom the Dialysis Holiday Specialist, our website is holidaydialysis.co.uk. And the phone number there is 01509-815-999. Thank you. And could you say the numbers again for the listeners? Yeah, so for the UK side, it's 01509-808-668. And for abroad, it's 01509-815-999. Thank you. So do you have any top tips for dialysis patients who are traveling um yes we have we have a few that we would sort of always recommend first that you have a chat with somebody at your home unit or your consultant just to check that you would be considered fit to travel something that's quite important first step and then once you have that you know you can look at the options available to you so whether it's abroad or uk side you might have an area that you you have in mind that you want to travel to or if you're open to options then you know explore those options have a look around there are people that provide the service like we do. You may have somebody at your home unit that could support you with that. Looking at the areas you want to travel to, considering you know accessibility sometimes in resorts, destinations abroad, if you need to consider that. Again, it's something that we can help and advise on. And talking to your home unit, there's obviously sometimes a bit of medical information and things that's required for the request. So to give a little bit of time, if you can, to get things organised. Looking around at holiday insurance options, holiday options. And I think that's, yeah, just, just about it on the, on the tip wise. Thank you. And do you have a final word for the listeners? Yes, I think I would just like to say, you know, we're here to help if we can. As I, We've got the UK side that's a free service and we'd love to be able to um, help more UK patients and units with dialysis away from base in the UK. And I think more that use the service We'll see the benefits of it and hopefully that might open up some more options with units accepting patients as well. And abroad, you know, there's lots of options out there. I know COVID's impacted all our lives, you know, and hopefully things are starting to look a little bit better. There's a lot of people that haven't been anywhere for a very long time. So, yeah, we're just here to help and hopefully we can make travelling with dialysis a little bit easier. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing amazing information about what is available for dialysis patients in terms of travel. I know it'll be very encouraging for people to find out that there are so many options out there and especially abroad, you know, like they can go on a luxurious holiday abroad. So that sounds amazing, but also a challenge as well for patients in the UK. If you're not able to travel to the destination that you would like to travel, then let's get behind that and write letters to MPs so that we can hopefully get more options out there for more patients to be able to travel to their destination of choice. So just throwing a final challenge in there, write to your MP, you know, speak to your dialysis units. Let's see what we can do to make 
things even better and open up even more options. So yes, thank you again for joining me. Thank you, Dee. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. And don't forget that you can contact me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Please do subscribe to the podcast and please do tell a friend. New episodes of this podcast are released every other Monday. Until next time, take care and choose to live. Diary of a Kitty Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope, and love.